Good Shabbos, Shalom Aleichem, everybody. My Goyim, enjoy your weekend. Happy Friday. I realized I was feeling so clear and precise yesterday. And it's because I was fasting for the 10th of Tevis. I, wow, and, and here I am carving up hard today. And I swear, placebo or not, a little more foggy. Let's get into this. I'm excited to see what Dr. Bruce Lipton's going to kick us off with. Yalla! Folks, I had a stuffy nose there, so that's why I sounded a little weird. Anyways, Dr. Bruce Lipton, he's this guy, doesn't matter. He says, maybe the reason something didn't work is because it wasn't the best or correct way to get there. I, You know, you can try to manifest an ideal life. And if one path to get there doesn't seem to work, clearly it is not the best path. I love it. I love this because it's just such simple advice. It, it's so simple. Don't resist. You know, go with the flow. If you want an efficient, quick journey. And it reminds me of the dog that wants chocolate story. Okay. So for example, owner has a chocolate bagel. Dog is begging for it. The owner says, no, this will kill you. I'm not giving it to you. The dog doesn't know this. And so it's going to curl up into a ball, pout, cry. And it doesn't know that there's someone looking out for it. The consciousness is not there to know that it's poison. Let's flip the script. You pout because you don't get something. Maybe it's because someone is looking out for you or something that we can't explain is looking out for us. And we pout and cry because we truly aren't conscious or we don't have the intellect or understanding. Okay? We don't know why we aren't getting something, but it's for the best. Whether that's a coping mechanism, whatever. It probably is. It can be a really good coping mechanism because it's healthy. It's not unhealthy. So if I remember that story. Um, going back to the past sorry going back to the path least optimal and going with the flow think of that analogy or or sorry think i can't look at this foggy brain this is car brain right in action anyways think of this analogy okay regarding path that's hard and path that's easy there's two people swimming in the ocean okay and you just need to get to point b that's it the current's really strong the first guy he's not quitting and his ego doesn't accept reality for this reason he doesn't move the entire time he's just swimming against it this against the current the second guy decides it's not possible given this current abilities to conquer this current so he swims back with the current saves energy for when the time's right the next day the current switch and the second dude goes to the fl- goes with the flow reaching point b the first guy's way too drained and slightly injured from his struggles day one he's no he no longer has the chance to take this opportunity because he was resisting he resisted because of insecurities and fears that blinded him to logic and foresight now folks what if that seemed messy, I'm going to actually say that one more time and try to clean it up a little bit because that is such, it is so true. I love this. First dude had fears and insecurity of not getting to point B because he didn't trust the universe. He fought when he shouldn't have. So he was too sore and injured that when the opportunity came to reach point B, he lost that chance to take the opportunity. Second said, you know what? Today, metaphorically, doesn't seem like the right time. Waits it out. Oh, now the opportunity comes and he has the energy and foresight to attack that opportunity. Let that resonate, folks. If something, do not force it if it's not the right time in your life. Create, so so for example, and we can run with this analogy, okay? Because I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, well, Zev, what if you're, you wait forever and it never comes? Well, then you have to accept, but, but there will be just like there are tides that are always going to point B, 
there will be opportunities in your life to reach your goals. So you wait for it. And, and while you're waiting for it, you can train, practice, prepare, simple as that. That way you, you have the gun loaded and ready to go when the opportunity arises. Anyways, on to shorter, simpler quotes here. Do not let your outer world destroy your inner world. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. There's actually a paradox. What is first, your inner world or outer world? Did the inner world create your outer world or did the outer world influence your inner world? And that's the paradox aspect. It's kind of a feedback loop and a bit of an echo chamber. You tell me. Also, my opinion on this is it's so true. We often are influenced by our environment. And if you know what's best for you, hold on to that. That's your fire. Let it fuel you. Don't let toxicity get in. Simple as that. What is it? A, a, some light is enough to drain out the darkness. Or something. Like, a, like one candle or a little light is enough to drain out the darkness. Schmaltzy, cliche, but it, that's what we're talking about here. Alright gang, if you haven't seen Fight Club, there's a scene, honestly probably one of the best monologues in this entire movie. Great movie, one of the best of all time. And it's all about people and society. And yeah, I'm not going to spoil it. Here we go. It starts with this. I see all this potential, and I see it squandered. God damn it, an entire generation pumping gas. Waiting tables. Slaves with white collars. Advertising has us chasing cars and clothes. Working jobs we hate so we can buy shit we don't even need. We're the middle children of history, man. No purpose or place. We have no great war, no great depression. Our great war is a spiritual war. Our great depression is our lives. We've all been raised on TV to believe that one day we'll be millionaires, movie gods, and rock stars. But we won't. We're slowly learning that fact. And we're very, very pissed off. Hey gang, Robert Greene, he wrote that book, 48 Laws of Power. He's got a bunch of other ones that are pretty interesting. He says, the worst feeling is wasting your potential away. And that is so true. It's such a sad thought to waste potential away because you'll forever regret things. You'll forever think about the past. And that torments people. That keeps people depressed, the past. And depression is a sickness, meaning it affects other people too. Anyways, without getting too depressing, pardon the pun. Moving on to finance stuff. This is really, this is very new stuff, by the way. Not super new by the time you listen to this, but the BRICS alliance happened last year in 2022. Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, that's what makes up the acronym BRICS. They want to reduce the US dollar dominance, okay? Biden threatened to cut Saudi Arabia's oil production. They responded with hateful words and being projects of hijad and moderdom. Technically, this could be the start of a fallen Western world order. They are backing their currency by gold. The US and Canada do not. So this BRICS alliance is a way to try to get the US out of the picture when it comes to scaling global economy. Very interesting, since Canada relies on the US dollar, this makes me nervous. Yeah, and Ray Dalio even predicted the fall of the US and how the 50s was the golden era and it's just gone downhill since. Who knows, um, even the indexes, the average return on indexes has technically dropped decimals, 0.11, whatever, but still, they're dropping, that says something. They've always been pretty sturdy. Fun fact. Uh, next, this guy, I forget his name, Naval something. He was on Joe Rogan, very famous. He says, if I have a business and I'm stocking shelves over and over and over, you won't learn much because of repetition. It's thousands of hours, but of the same thing. Whereas if it was a thousand hours of uh, iterations of something that was, you know, driving a learning curve, we'd see growth. We'd see progression. 
so go do everything you can. Uh, Scott Thompson talks about this, my buddy. My buddy loves saying, like, live life like a video game where you truly try to do every single thing possible. Simple. Live your life like that. And here, I like this. This is a spiel by this guy. People are started. I don't know why people didn't talk about this in the past. Or maybe they did and I was too young. Or my parents didn't teach me this because I, I tell all my youngsters this. How banks are broken. <laughs> And central banking just keeps getting larger and larger and larger since it was invented in uh, the early 1900s. For example, all banks are broke because they have something called fractional reserve banking. This means they lend money that they don't have. And it's literally counterfeiting. It's a scandal. To add to that, they have a moral hazard from the political sphere, meaning so politics and central banks are part of the same system. That's what's sketchy. That's the... The, the moral hazard in the politi- political sphere is the politics and central banks of the same system. They, it's a mingle of big families, politics, central banks. So really, government, central banks, big families that no one knows about. Or even, you could argue, BlackRock and Vanguard are in there. It's a big Bermuda Triangle. They all lend to each other, and it's a lending circle jerk that never ends, and that's why ba- money's fake. And uh, we're all part of this weird made-up slavery system that if we all got together, we'd overtake but no different than if slaves all got together they'd be able to you know probably all run off the 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 cotton farm but they can't because of fear and other things and and the place we could all team up and, and win against the government we can't we just can't because of the infrastructure we've laid out regarding central banking anyways let's keep moving on we have counterfeiting okay but the banks call this quantitative easing quantitative easing when they inject the market with money and it's by definition counterfeiting they're just making more money that doesn't have value so it just makes everything else less valuable the artificial printing of money okay it's crazy because people fit through life and pull out loans and other crap and they don't know how money works making them a slave to the system, okay? Because they don't know how people can print money out of thin air, whatever, and make non-political citizens pay the consequence, literally paying the consequence, like non, non-political citizens. I say that I say that very uh, intentionally because the politicians are the ones that definitely get a lot of tax benefits just from being in it. And the taxpayers, which are the citizens who aren't in politics, are paying the consequences of the decisions made by governments when they lend to central banks and, and um, central banks and big families or corporations. So if anyone did this, they would go to prison for life is what this guy says. And government and central banks do this all the time. The quantitative easing and the fractional reserve banking when they're lending what they don't have and et cetera, et cetera. They can just type numbers on a screen and boom. They don't go to to jail because they all work together and because the people that would put them in jail are part of the system paying tax this is they can't do it it's and look what happened in 08 when all that shit went down because one part of this chain broke the people that were involved and fucked everyone over only one person went to jail and it wasn't even the head honchos it was just a puppet really a scapegoat by definition sad Central banks suppress the actual amount of interest rate, so we don't have the real cost of money. <laughs> Literally. Yet we, we blame retail banks, the TD on the corner, for manipulating claims against other, uh, for manipulating claims. We blame them, but that, that's, they're just a business. They're a commercial retail bank. The central bank creating interest rates and creating money and, and the velocity of it and GDP, 
they lie to us about what rates actually are boosting margins it's really sketchy it's like the biggest monopoly of all time the sheer effrontery is what this guy says the sheer effrontery of this is astonishing pretty much like the chutzpah the, the sheer guts the the how yeah effrontery is like how dare they so the sheer effrontery of this is astonishing it's central banks they're the problem central banks that manipulate interest rates are the problem for everything underneath all this we talk loosely about deposit guarantees this means every deposit we put into a bank we are guaranteed it back or at least we think however in china tanks are in front of banks to stop people from getting their money out of banks because china did this they just stopped they said you cannot get your money out of our bank we need it or we will go out of business number two the central bank sets the rate and this is just me telling you stuff the central bank sets the rate the commercial retail banks have to make money so they put the rate a little higher no different than a wholesaler in any business and so really it's funny banks are like wholesaling debt that's what they're doing and that's how they make money if the central bank puts the rate at one and a half you're gonna see TD put it at two and a half to make a percent but then you might get CIBC on the corner saying ah we're gonna go we're gonna go 2.4 point one less so you get some more customers and then it becomes a whole economic thing on marginal utility and seeing like how many people you can get in. going back so anyways that's why you can't blame commercial retail banks they're just trying to make money they're just businesses they go out of business too it's the central banks that just are monopolizing and just controlled interest rates depending on bonds because remember i told you government central banks work together it's all based on bonds the money central banks take from governments and vice versa dictate bond price because everyone has to make money the government is a business remember that they're a business and they want to cash flow and when they don't, they get backed by other places that are just going to increase their debts. So, like, for example, if Canada's in debt, and which every country is, so then they'll go and talk to, let's say, Finland. And they'll say, hey, Finland, actually, we're looking through our list here, and we see that you're taking on clients because every government's a business, right? Countries are businesses. So Finland says, yeah, actually, yeah, we'll lend to you. Thank you. And now Finland they can go and say, hey, hey, we actually have now another five billion in cash flow that's going to drop our interest rate down because we don't have to make as much uh and we're gonna and people are gonna want to borrow from us more because we just got this money from canada and so it's this really intricate economic formula where oh okay now uh sweden says hey oh the interest rate to go borrow from finland's lower let's go borrow some money while it's low and lock it in and and literally this is how the whole world works is this fake interest rate that just keeps the money flowing because if money stops flowing we're ever all dead like that is literally what makes the world go around so to keep money flowing it's called the velocity of money on a low scale to keep it flowing you everyone's lending to each other it's a lending circle jerk just is brutal anyways back to what this guy was saying that's just my two cents the banks say that their money has turned to investment products for banks that is so that is how they protect it they say that your money is now an investment product because that's what they do they take your money and they loan it out five different ways and rack up interest when banks go broke from their own incompetence guess who who picks up that tab the taxpayer it's actual theft they're stealing from the taxpayers so that they can pay it off until we and if, if you don't oblige you're in jail because the who puts you in jail the government's and they all work together. So central banks, governments, corporations, all one big thing. 
And this is why the this is why Vanguard and BlackRock are as powerful as the governments. That is why Elon Musk, Bill Gates, you you name it, they're all as powerful as governments because they have as much money as the governments. So, anyways, um, nobody takes responsibility and points fingers because government, central banks, universal debt recycling from trade, and huge families are working as a Bermuda Triangle. Uh, and yes, universal debt cycling is that what I was just explaining there. No one takes responsibility because of all that. They don't point fingers, and I'll say it one more time. They don't. They don't point fingers because it's a Bermuda Triangle: government, central bank, the debt cycling. So the people doing the cycling of debt, saying, "Hey, let's go shop around and look for debt," and 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 uh, huge families that aren't no one knows about, like the Rockefellers or whatever, or the Queen, right? Like the 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 royal families, they lend a lot. That's a huge way they make money is lending. It's a big Bermuda Triangle. Who can you point the finger to? Because you can't. Because they all... It's a triangle, people. It's a Bermuda Triangle. It just keeps going in a circle. You cannot point a finger at any part of the circle. Because they're all guilty. Anyways, and it's just crazy. Yeah, wow. And no one knows how the world works. The schools won't teach you this. Because why would they want to raise people who question the system? That would break the system. No, they're going to teach people who comply with the system. So the system stays in place. Like, and, and guess who creates curriculums the government and that's why private schooling some people really like private school because they can teach whatever the hell they want and, and by the way i have a friend who is working for the government in curriculums the governments can control that they want people to comply that's the craziest thing folks we're at 17 minutes i hope you enjoyed that whole spiel wow that was fun to talk about Take care. Good Shabbos. Shalom Aleichem. I love you all. Rate five stars on Apple Podcasts if you're listening there. Share it and share on on Spotify if this is where you're listening. Take care. I love you all. Amazing, amazing, amazing work. You're doing a great job in life. See you later.